0: So, yeah, we're lovely to see you here out again. I'll have a question for you, though. Has today been peaceful for you so far? (laughs) Some of you are saying yes. Others, you're in charge of cooking, and it has not been peaceful already. You're sitting here, and you're thinking, Aaron, I could be doing so many things to get ready for for, for Sunday lunch, why are you talking to me about being peaceful? I'm sitting here stressing about making sure I can feed all the family and you're talking to me. Come on, hurry up, get this thing over and done with, aren't you? Who's, who's there? Judy? I can see it in your eyes. Yes, just a smidge. Well, I won't take long today. We promised that we'd be out of here in 20 minutes, 25 minutes time, but I'm gonna beat that. I'm gonna be even quicker. So how's that for today? Um, let me read a passage to you because the angels announce peace. One of my favourite passages for Christmas. It is Luke chapter 2 from verse 1 through 15. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. It's a uh, pretty, I don't know, brief account of something that, had such impact for the course of human history. Pretty brief, isn't it? Just 15 verses. The baby born to Mary in an unknown corner of a small town doesn't look like someone who will bring peace to the world. His mother was an unwed teenager when she became pregnant. Her husband was a simple carpenter. The baby was born in a cave with the animals and placed in a feed trough. There weren't even any comforts of home because the land and people he was born into was occupied by an invading force who had ordered them to return to their ancestral homes to be counted. But the angels reveal who he really is. The promised saviour whom Isaiah calls the prince of peace as colin read out for us earlier they heralded good news the savior the promised messiah had been born and then a great company of angels appeared thousands of them saying glory to god in the highest heaven and on earth peace on those peace to those on whom his favor rests They knew who he was, and they could not contain it. They couldn't. They had to herald it. They had to make themselves and the Messiah known to someone. And they chose simple shepherds. But why shepherds and not kings and priests and all the other rulers of the day? Why regular ordinary folk? and not the ones with power, position, and prestige. Well, I think it tells us a lot about God's character and purpose. You see, there are a lot more ordinary folk in the world than the ones that think they're special. God loves us all, especially us ordinary folk. But it feels like peace is missing, and, you know, sometimes Christmas can really accentuate this. Over the last couple of weeks, we have looked into a bit about this. We started by asking, where is peace? As we continue to see global conflict, and personally, we see it in our own broken relationships, personal fears and doubts, and in our daily struggles. There are so many things that we face in life that tear peace away from us and the heightened stress around Christmas of wanting everything to be just right, it can accentuate this. Some of us gather with family members who we may have strained relationships with. You know, you can't choose your family, but you can choose how much time you spend with them. But at Christmas, sometimes we can't avoid them because they got an invite as well and this can lead to tensions, stress, walking on eggshells around them and yes it can even lead to conflict and if you don't have this in your own family count your blessings or maybe it's you. (laughs) But Christmas can accentuate the feeling that peace is missing. But you know, here's the good news. The promised Prince of Peace has come. Jesus, he is the Prince of Peace. Sin had placed enmity between us and God. Sin caused us to be actively opposed and hostile towards God. It created animosity between us. Yet by his coming to this world and living, dying, and rising for us, he offers us the way to peace with God. His death covers our sin. And in doing so, it removed the enmity between us and God for those of us who by faith believe upon the sacrifice of Jesus to save us from the penalty of our sin. And so Jesus, the promised Saviour, the Prince of Peace, he actually offers us a way to peace with God, which is the most fundamental peace of all. But yet when we look at that baby, we don't always think that that's what brings us that peace. But without the birth, you don't have the sacrifice. But I want to ask you, have you ever had moments in your life where you have felt peace? Try and think of a moment. I remember a few years ago, I went into work early one morning and uh, it was a very cold morning on a cold winter's day, I think the top temperature for the day was 10 Um, and this was sort of 7.30 or 8 o'clock in the morning, it was very cold and where I was working there was a walkway bridge over a lake but it was cold and so there was this low fog hanging over the area as I stepped onto this bridge which went off into the distance I couldn't see the end of it because of the fog. And for, a, for that moment I felt great peace as I just stopped and I just took in the scenery around me. I took this picture. I just took that on my phone surprisingly enough. And I just stood and I was like wow. This is really peaceful. I felt like there was not a single person that I could see because I literally couldn't see anybody else. I couldn't see a thing. It just went off to nothing. And I was incredibly peaceful. Surrounded by fog, yet it was so quiet, so still, so peaceful. The rest of my day that day was absolutely crazy, but the start was amazing. So peaceful. Have you got a time where you can remember where you had a moment of great peace? Can you remember a time? You might actually think back a few years, but try and think of that in your mind now. And then I want you to imagine... That peace as your entire experience of life, your present and your future. See, that and more is what our Prince of Peace gave us. Jesus, the promised savior, the promised the Prince of Peace, He offers us that peace with God for eternity. The most fundamental peace of all. See, Jesus brings peace to those who are his both now and in the future. If you have a saving faith in Jesus, then right now, you stand at peace with God through the work of Jesus. That is your present reality. But I want to ask, has that sunk in? Has that gone from here right down to here Right down to here, like, has it sunk in? Your present reality is one that is at peace with God. How does it feel? You are at peace with the creator of the universe. You are at peace with God. God also brings personal and relational peace now. You can have peace because you are forgiven. You are the recipient of God's undeserved favour. You are the recipient of God's grace and mercy. You are the recipient of God's unbridled and extravagant love. You are the recipient of eternal hope. And we know that final global peace will happen in the future when he returns. This is a sure and certain hope we have that our future is secure, that our future will be one of complete peace personally, relationally, and globally in the new heaven and in the new earth that is our destination. But our present reality is this. We are at peace with God. And our future reality is this. Everything will be at peace under God. But we can also bring this peace to those around us. God calls us to be his peacemakers in the world. Because you are the recipient of God's undeserved favour, you are the recipient of God's grace and mercy, you are the recipient of God's unbridled and extravagant love, because you are the recipient of eternal hope, because you've received this and more from God through Jesus, we can now offer and extend that to those around us through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit who resides in each one of us. So when things get a little stressful because of relational tensions, you can be the presence of Jesus and be that peacemaker because you are forgiven. You are at peace with God. You are the beneficiary of God's undeserved favour, grace, mercy and love. So you can offer that to others. But there might be some people here today who are not at peace with God. You may never have placed your faith upon Jesus for the salvation of your sins. You might still be at enmity with God because you've never asked for his his forgiveness, which he offers freely, but which costs him dearly. You might feel like there's a missing piece in your life, and you've been searching for the answer to that unspoken feeling that something is missing You may even be doing it subconsciously, maybe not even aware that you're searching for the missing piece in your life. You've tried careers, you've tried family, you've tried adventures, relationships, travel, nice things, fancy cars, immaculate home, maybe even substances, or maybe even good virtues, volunteering, caring for others, or even the environment, but you still can't find peace you feel that peace is missing. Well, friend, can I suggest to you today that that missing peace you're searching for is the peace of God. And his peace passes all understanding and he freely offers his peace to you. So I have a question for you as I close the message today. Will you accept the peace that Jesus offers? Will you accept his offer of forgiveness and remove the enmity between you and him created by our sin? Will you ask for his forgiveness and accept the peace that Jesus offers today? And from that position, which many of us have already taken, you will be his peacemaker in the world if you choose to be. So will you be He's peacemaker in the world. There's no true peace in this world without the Prince of Peace. His coming into the world at Christmas brings hope and peace both now and in the future. Because peace comes from Jesus. So invite him to bring peace into your life. Let me pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we do thank you For that moment in history where you came to live amongst us, where you were born into this messy world, the Prince of Peace, born into chaos. But Lord, we thank you for all that you did for us. We thank you that your birth and your life and your ministry amongst us, Lord was so powerful that it has endured and we thank you also for your sacrifice that is what brings peace between you and us that sacrifice removes the penalty of sin removes the enmity between us for those who accept that by faith so I pray Lord Jesus we would feel your peace today I pray that as we go into the rest of our busy day ahead for many of us where there is going to be chaos and where there's going to be so much activity and where there's going to be wonderful time with family that Lord, you would bring peace through us wherever we are and with whomever we are with. Lord, we thank you for the angels who heralded that you are here, the Saviour of the world, the Prince of Peace. And we celebrate that today. Amen. Well, I want to thank you for coming. Uh, We're not going to end with a hymn or a carol or a song. We're just going to end with a wonderful time of saying goodbye. Because I know that people uh, have got things to do and places to be. So don't feel the pressure to hang around. Um, But also, I want to thank Cole for leading us this morning. First time, so thank you, Cole, on Christmas. You did a great job. You're welcome back many, many times more. Um, So, yeah, lovely to see you. Uh, Hopefully we'll see you on on New Year's Day, 10 a.m. on Sunday. Have a good Christmas.